0: A recent training day Tom O'Toole spoke about how you can build a prayer culture into your church plant and in this episode of the podcast we're bringing you the recording of that session you can find the full notes on everything that Tom said at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org slash episode 119 so here is Tom O'Toole what levers do you think you have at your disposal as a leader in order to build a prayer culture in the ministry that you're leading I've noticed that in some churches churches that I've been part of a prayer meeting can become a a dead spot in the church calendar I don't know if you've ever had the same experience but uh, I've noticed sometimes we'll say this week let's cancel all our home groups and do a prayer meeting where all the home groups come together and the turnout might be 40 percent of what the total turnout of the home groups would be it feels like uh, sometimes it doesn't have momentum Uh, and I think it's important to build culture before programs now you can debate it um, but but this is what um, what I've tried to do so now we started our city centre site that I lead in February and I would like us to do a CCM city centre prayer meeting and I deliberately have held back from it and I've not put one in place yet because I look at the the people that we have with us and I know which people would be likely to come and which people probably wouldn't come and I I would love to get it so that um, so that we've built it out so that we've got a dynamic prayer meeting that I can galvanize a lot of people into and and I don't think putting the meeting is step one I think teaching my people to pray is step one Jesus' disciples came to me and they said Lord teach us to pray pray so I want to teach my people to pray and then gather them to pray rather than the other way around now there are different uh, ways of doing it and some people can pull it off the other way but but what I have done is I've said no my core team then my, my kind of inner circle the few leaders who are with me I'm going to have a prayer meeting with those people I'm going to make that part of our rhythm rather than kind of throwing it wide open at this stage because they're probably the only ones who would come anyway if we did a wide thing but if I really kind of build into them get kind of the white hot devotional life that we were talking about in section two and I can get them caught up into it and they're praying and they're on fire with it then when we get a prayer meeting and we invite other people and they turn up there's a whole bunch of us really kind of going for it and it feels vibrant and it feels exciting and prayers think, and then they get swept up into it as well and it can ripple down so I think Kevin, it starts with you then it's an inner circle around you who you teach how to pray then you build it to a wider group and so on and so on. The other thing I would i would say is don't primarily focus on the number of people you can get to a prayer meeting focus on what kind of prayer is happening at that prayer meeting Uh, this is a tim keller quote that i read recently in his book center church is brilliant but well worth reading um he said this to kindle every revival the holy spirit uses what jonathan edwards called extraordinary prayer united persistent and kingdom centered Sometimes it begins with just a single person or a small group of people praying for God's glory in the community. What is important is not the number of people praying, but the nature of the praying. C. John Miller makes a helpful distinction between maintenance and frontline prayer meetings. Maintenance prayer meetings are short, mechanical, and focused on physical needs inside the church. In contrast, the three basic traits of frontline prayer are one, a request for grace to confess sins and humble ourselves. Two, a compassion and zeal for the flourishing of the church and the reaching of the lost. Three, a yearning to know God, to see his face, to glimpse his glory. These distinctions are unavoidably powerful. If you pay attention at a prayer meeting, you can tell quite clearly whether these traits are present just a few other thoughts on building a prayer culture tell stories of prayer Uh, and both stories of prayer uh, where you've seen God answer it by granting your request and stuff that you're still praying for but actually just build it as a normal thing actually I'm praying about this I was praying about this the other day we're still waiting to see how God answers but let people see the normality of prayer exude faith and exude hunger for God himself in your general interactions having a downplayed spiritual life doesn't actually help the people around us now there's a line to walk you want to come across as on fire for god without being weird in the wrong ways okay now there are right ways to be weird when it's kind of god shining through there are also wrong ways to be weird when kind of a lot of christian culture is weird don't go there but 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 walk the line well um, bring prayer into different settings, so into your small groups, into one to ones that you do. And maybe try and make it not just tokenistic prayer, so not just like a quick prayer before we start, but try and uh, interact in prayer. Well, I-, I love the way we started here today because it wasn't someone just saying, oh, let me just say a prayer and we'll move on, but reading a psalm, interspersing it with prayers. That was great. That's building the prayer culture. Use your Sunday so you gathered worship time. Uh, and back to the idea that we started with with uh, the church being the temple of the holy spirit and that terry virgo quote if if the church is a temple of the holy spirit wouldn't we expect to meet him there we we try and fight very hard against kind of a spectator um approach to church find ways to draw people in to pray whether it's kind of you just kind of maybe pause after a sermon or a song or a reading and say hey why don't you just take take a moment in your own mind and pray to god or uh, maybe kind of You'd want to invite people to use spiritual gifts and contribute, bring a Bible reading, bring uh, a prayer as you go. Now, uh, depending on the way your meetings look, how many people are in the room, how structured there are they are, you might need to kind of arrange some stuff in advance, or you might uh, allow some spontaneous space. The way we do it is we kind of train people as we're singing, actually between songs, feel free to pipe up with a prayer. feel free to lead out from where you are. You don't need to come to the front and grab a have that works because there are 20 of us in the room if there were um too many you wouldn't be able to hear so uh there are different logistics of it also Kelly, you need to watch out some people uh, like to go a bit off piste with that and um we tend to say look if you're going to share you need to be willing to be corrected if you bring heresy um (laughs) it's it's not happened to us here yeah i've i've seen it happen once before but um, uh, whoever's leading the meeting needs to kind of be quite strong in their leading if you do it but it's a good way of building the culture. Uh, also think about your prayer meetings. Um, so when you do get to the point that you have a prayer meeting, I'd encourage you, come ready to pray. Maybe come already having thought about, I don't know, a psalm or a scripture that you can share, a couple of themes that you can pray. I find singing helps at the start of a prayer meeting, just to kind of focus people in on God. But if you come with ideas, and it seems like the first three people to pray have all kind of led in a certain direction, just go with the flow as well. You can come with an idea and and change course as you go mix up the way you pray so sometimes you might kind of get everyone in a big circle taking turns to lead out sometimes get people in twos and threes it's, it's a lot of fun to get everyone praying out loud at the same time it's a bit chaotic but uh it's great but especially if you've got some people in the middle that you're praying for um, some people like to do kind of arty stuff with prayer so they might give paper out and say draw your prayers I hate it but some other people really engage well with it so don't just not do it because I hate it um, um, Try and think about people who don't like it, maybe give an opt-out, so you might give paper out and say, hey, if you want to draw your prayers, fine. If if you'd rather not, and you just want to write some stuff down, you can do that too, so you might just want to think about ways of getting other people in. Uh, Think about your seating. Uh, I think uh, the way this room is today is great for this kind of training session. If I was doing a prayer meeting in here, probably the chairs would be in a circle, it's um, kind of a way of doing it. Do your hospitality well at your prayer meetings, so, uh, I said it's a dead spot, but if, if at all your meetings you're putting on great cake and coffee and then your prayer meeting there's no drinks there um, it's a little thing but it might just help draw people if you do it well um, also know when to move on and when to let silence um, kind of have its have its way for a bit sometimes people are so keen to jump in with a the silence they can just well something that God's doing other times kind of silence is just awkward and boring and someone needs to jump in just be ready and especially if you've got a musician in there if the silence kind of gets too much just notice them and say hey can we have another song or whatever and try and end your prayer meetings on something faith building outward looking kingdom centered God's glory uh, out into the world and leave people going out thinking wow that was great I want more of that and they might come next time Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and just a reminder you can find the full notes on everything that Tom said at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org episode 119. See you next time.